This is Radio Maria. Chasten Dobre. We have on us, on our program today, we're talking all things Polish Christmas and Advent. And I have your two favorite Polish folks, Ella and Katie. Dzień dobry. Dzień dobry. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us again. We have our friends from the London studio on here, and I'm here in Cambridge. It's a bit chilly here. What's it like over in London, ladies? The sun is shining and, you know, it's tropical temperatures here. <laughs> sun is shining, but I'm, I'm not sure about the tropical temperatures. Well, I know it's <laughs> I know it's three degrees in Parliament Hill, Lido water. But um, apart from that, it's tropical. There you go. There you go. Well, it wouldn't be Christmas. Well, it wouldn't be a Western Christmas if we didn't have a bit of cold. All right, ladies. You both are very busy at this time of year as you are prayer leaders. You are going around the country uh, helping families uh, become more familiar with their culture and celebrate. So I want to, first of all, thank you both so much for taking the time to speaking to our listeners. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Aha. Okay, so let's start with Polish Christmas. When does it begin? Have people already in Poland... Are are people putting up Christmas trees? Do they wait a little bit longer? Are they like Americans and they Thanksgiving happens and then we go up with the tree? What's happening in Poland? Well, traditionally, you don't put up your Christmas tree until Christmas Eve or maybe like the days ahead if you're like you have a very busy Christmas prep schedule and you're like, okay, I can't wait for Christmas Eve. And I'm very particular about that, actually. And we talked about uh, that with Katie that I also like I'm not a fan of like singing Christmas songs before Christmas because we're in Advent. So it's a very different uh, season. But of course, uh, in modern days, there's a lot of people in Poland that probably have their trees up and they're all already filling their homes with Christmas music. So that's inevitable. But the way it should be done is you wait until Christmas Eve for all those Christmas celebrations to start. Uh-huh. Well, you see, because Ella's 100% Polish, I'm half, I'm 50-50, you see. I'm half British, half Polish. My Christmas tree is already up. I've already got every Christmas carol singing. So, um, you know, it's yeah, so it's a little bit different in 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 my household, but yeah, so it is it is. But actually, in the main square in Krakow, isn't the isn't the tree already up, Ella? I don't know. They, I think it probably might. is. Yeah, and also you've got the Christmas markets and stuff. I don't think they wait until Christmas. Oh, no, um, you mustn't wait for Christmas for the Christmas <laughs> market. Oh, no. But then the thing is, like in England, I I see like right after Christmas, you see all the Christmas trees already out in the streets to be taken to rubbish or wherever landfill. Um, but in Poland, we keep them for for a long time, like at least till February. So you actually get a good value of your Christmas tree. You get you get that Christmas time. You've got the Christmas season happening. Not just the 12 days of Christmas, but you carry on. Um, so we we do keep the Christmas season and the Christmas spirit with us. Exactly. Starting from Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, Ella's mum keeps, <laughs> keeps her Christmas decorations up till Easter, doesn't she? She's still got them up. <laughs> no, the other way around. She still has the Easter wreath. <laughs> up in one of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today is a very special day today it's it's a really special day today because we're celebrating something quite special today um it is ella what is it today saint nicholas day or święty mikołaj in polish święty mikołaj 
<laughs> so it's you know it's in in many countries, um, including Poland, it is believed that Santa Claus arrives. What well, Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, arrives today, and um, that the children um, will have their presents today. Um, I know that's that n- these are not Christmas presents. These no, are se- this is a separate, a occasion, separate occasion. So you get two in one in December. So the holiday honours St. Nicholas, who was a 4th century bishop of Myra in, Lish, in Lizia, which is a modern is it modern day Turkey today. But this saint is known, was known for his secret gift giving, which is why he's often associated with Santa Claus. But in Poland, St. Nicholas arrives dressed as a bishop in bright clothing, um, carrying a shepherd's staff. So it is said that he arrives from heaven with an angel helper and travels by foot or horse, or in a sleigh pulled by a white horse as he visits each home. Um, occasionally, he comes dressed in traditional Western Santa Claus attire. Now, I was I was doing a special um, workshop with the Polish students of the Polish Saturday School in Enfield on Saturday, and he came then. <laughs> So I said, oh, you've come a few days early. It's 2nd of December, obviously, yes. The children did line up to see see Święty Mikołaj. So... um, you know, um, and 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 what? Um, why? How do Poles uh, celebrate Święty Mikołaj? Um, it's mostly for like between parents and children, really. Uh, so if if you're an adult, you don't necessarily celebrate Święty Mikołaj, unless you have like maybe like work secret Santa or school secret Santa. That actually uh, can happen, but it's most of the time the children just wake up to a gift sitting next to their bed or something. And that's their gift from Święty Mikołaj. And um, it's fun. Do they write letters? Do children write letters to um, Święty Mikołaj? We do. I remember doing at least once growing up. It's not like, I don't think it's as common. Like it's it's not the like traditional thing to do. But I think that's mostly to do with the Christmas gift giving rather than the um uh, St. Nicholas Day gift given. So, so today correct. would they get smaller smaller gifts rather than the bigger gifts yeah. that would come at Christmas? So like the the such as um they would get you've given me one today. <laughs> <laughs> this wonderful um little chocolate here, uh St. Nicholas chocolate, but they get candles and um they get um gingerbread cookies, I suppose, today. Do yeah. they get I think in modern day they would usually just get like toys and gifts. Uh, the ones you're talking about might be a slightly more kind of traditional way of celebrating it. And are they uh, hidden in strange places like under pillows or or shoes, inside shoes? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so that's interesting because I can remember my mother hiding things in shoes. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, I love it. St. Nicholas Day. And then there's um, the... Here in Cambridge, the Polish communities are have adopted the golden coins the golden chocolate coins so that's Ooh. going around as well i um i it was adorable they had uh it was saturday that the polish community gathered so saturday like in edinfield they gathered in cambridge and they did a bit of co- uh, chocolate golden coins and celebrating on this past saturday oh i love it i love it all right all right i, I we've got to definitely talk about the food the christmas decorations oh, yes. all these things because they have to be 
made or, or created long before Christmas Eve because some things take uh, hours and days to mm, brew or, or stick. So can we, uh, I know this is early in the morning, we might get hungry talking about all this, <laughs> but what are some of the things you guys are going to be making for your Polish Christmas? Oh, so many things. And these are my like one of my favorite foods in the world. Um, and they only come for Chris- at Christmas. So this is like, it's, yeah. Um, of course, pierogi. This yes. is like, you have to have pierogi at Christmas Eve. Um, and I think that's like across Poland, because there's actually a lot of traditional dishes uh, that vary depending on region. Uh, in Poland, but I think pierogi are quite universal. Um, so for the Christmas for the Christmas Eve ones, you usually get sauerkraut with wild mushrooms. They're so good. So uh, or sometimes just a sauerkraut. Or um, yeah, basically we don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. That's like one of the um, one of the kind of main rules of Christmas Eve. There's no meat. It's still kind of like a fasting day, but it kind of isn't because you have so much food that you can. Yeah, you, yeah, you you cannot call it fasting. Yeah, and Ella, uh, for sure. And Ella, um, this still is now. People still, it's not like oh, back it was a custom. People in Poland is still a big thing, right? I mean, oh, at least yeah. here in Cambridge and in America, we still it's no meat on December twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You've got fish instead of that. Yeah. The, the most traditional would be carp. I, I I know. I remember with my Polish family, you know, that there's a lot of fasting going on on Christmas Eve because the whole tradition is that you don't start eating the main meal until the first star appears, which is about four o'clock and you can't eat any meat. And I don't think you can eat during the day, can you? Or can you eat some breakfast or a little um, tiny bit? But In my family, we always did. Like oh. it wasn't really like a fast. I would imagine probably in, in the olden days, it would be that they didn't actually eat during the day and it would be mm. they would be fasting until... This is what we do. Yeah. We're here, absolutely starving. I have to emphasize that in Poland, the main celebration is the Christmas Eve celebration, and the and the, and the Christmas Day, um, like it is here in Britain or, or across, you know, this kind of um, culture, it's it, it, the the main celebration will happen on Christmas Eve and there's a very specific thing that you have to do at the table. There's several, several things that you have to do at yeah. the table. Maybe Ella can fill us in, but maybe could you explain the straw and can you explain how many dishes we have to eat? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So <laughs> traditionally we would put a little bit of like yeah, straw or hay under the uh, tablecloth just to remind uh, ourselves that Jesus was born born in a manger um, and uh, as Katie mentioned before we only start the dinner when when the first star appears um, in the sky uh, which kind of commemorates the the Bethlehem star guiding um uh, the shepherds to the uh, to the manger as well. Can I tell yeah. you something real quick? Just so with the straw, this is just a little anecdote. Uh, when I was growing up, we it, we had to get the straw and put it under the table, uh, yeah. under the under the cloth, and that was the only time because we didn't have a pet growing up. But that was the only time we got to go to the pet store and oh. we got to go see because we would buy the straw that was in like rabbits and things. So it was <laughs> it was such a family thing to go. Uh, it was on the twenty third. We would go to the pet shop and we get to see the rabbits and things. So 
so it became like oh. a big deal. All right, sorry, just a little well, bit. No, but so Helena, if, if anybody wants to get some straw, I have seen it in the Polish shops. You can oh. go into any Polish shop and get a package of Polish yeah. straw, and which will cost about really 70p. I've yeah, seen it. It's really tiny. It's just like a little, <laughs> yeah, a little gesture. Can, yeah, a little oh, no. bundle <laughs> that you can hold in one hand. It's not like you're actually <laughs> spreading the straw like all around the table. No, no, no. But I'm from, I'm, we were like, we're growing up, there were four of us. There, there were six mm-hmm. in the end, but there were four. And we each were like, no, I want to put a handful. So uh, we would, we had a lot of straw. It was a bumpy tablecloth. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Good. Love right, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ella, Ella. Oh, the number so, of things. Yeah. Oh yeah. So before we actually start the um, the the dinner, um, we break the Christmas wafer, um, and it usually has like different uh, scenes from like the nativity story uh, on each separate piece, and we we break it and we wish each other uh, Christmas wishes, and this, you go one by one. This yeah. has a special name, doesn't it, Ella? Uh, yes, it's called opłatek. Yeah. And what does that mean in English? Do you know what? what... So I suppose it's just the breaking of the bread, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and um, we have this we have this um, a tradition or a, or a kind of um, legend <laughs> that uh, there's 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 the regular kind of white wafers and there's the coloured wafers and these are meant for for animals so you can break the wafer with the animals as well and supposedly the animals can speak back to you on the Christmas Eve night uh, when you when you share your wishes with them so I mean no pet oh, has ever spoken to me spoken oh, back to me maybe they're just shy <laughs> that's why I get so many voices in my head on Christmas Eve in Poland obviously um, so, so um, there's a number of dishes that we have to have but there's also the number of plates we have to have at the table because there's always an extra space for yes. what, what who's, who which could explain why um, the Poles always set an extra plate yeah so in my family we were always saying that this extra plate is for any unexpected guest any kind of wanderer who might might need uh, some food and shelter uh, on that evening uh, sometimes it might be someone who's just uh, like maybe a neighbor or a friend that you know they're uh, they would be alone for christmas so you can invite them and um yeah so we we always keep that one one uh, dish, uh, like one plate uh, free for anybody who might wander in. <laughs> yes, Polish people the... are always extra prepared. We are always yes. ready for anything. It's the most, it's the most hospitable, um, you know, in Poland, it's most, it's, it's very, very kind and very hospitable and everything is shared. And it's, mm. it's, it's a very heartwarming and, and they are excellent at hospitality, which is why they were, they made excellent hosts for so many, for so many centuries to many, many people um, and of different oranges actually. Mm. Um, and so all of this wealth of, of folklore tradition and, and, and religious tradition has come together to create this incredible event. Um, but the dishes, there's, there's oh, a number. Yes. There's yes, a number. There's a number. Uh, you may, might have guessed it, maybe not, because it's quite a lot. Uh, it's 12 dishes. Uh, in my family, we usually like literally split them between, okay, this is the carb. These are the, this is the potato salad. There's already two dishes. This is the, the pierogi. Um, so uh, I think in modern days, I don't know if any households actually really keep to it because uh, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of food and a lot of work uh, but traditionally it's 12 dishes um i actually don't know why oh i no. 
Go for it. Go uh, for it, Katie. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I would say that um, uh, it's it's really important for the whole of the family to come <laughs> together. And, uh, you know, we usually start this meal as well with a very beautiful soup. It could be like a mushroom soup or um, a beetroot soup, barst. Yeah, um, with ushka. But it's a joy to eat all these dishes. And um, no, we're not so organized in our family. We just put everything on the table. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has to have something to eat. And obviously, you know, this meal can take up to four or five hours. It goes on and on and on. And then yeah. we would end the night with midnight mass, which yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So we have a little blast from our midnight mass. So if you'd like to come uh, and listen <laughs> to that, if you would like to listen to some little blast of Polish music. Yes, yes. I want to hear music. It's one of the traditional carols. And uh, I was sharing with Katie that uh, at least in my parish, but I believe it might be a tradition uh, across different parishes as well, that this would be the song that would open the Midnight Mass. This is like the very first Christmas song you will officially hear in the church. And I love it. It's a beautiful one. I love hearing my grandpa like just belting it <laughs> out at the top of his lungs. Uh, so we're going to have a little rendition of Shrut Nocnej Cishe, which means like in the midst of like... Um, night's quietness and then we have the the voice of the angels and yeah so we're announcing christmas oh dear oh i think you're right oh dear, oh dear. It's, Ooh, it's really gone no down. it did go down <laughs> that was a fast that's a, that's start a real sorry about that so, gosh it isn't friendly this ukulele to me today <laughs> okay Should not And you do repeat that yeah, last oh yeah. night. Uh, got, oh, there's so many verses. So Every many Christmas verses. song has like infinite amount of verses. Um, coming back to Ella's question, why do Paul, Poles eat 12 dishes during the Christmas Eve dinner? Well, um, the tradition calls for 12 traditional courses to be served during the C Polish Christmas Eve. This number is a symbol of wealth, mm -hmm. but also the 12 apostles and a representation of the 12 months of the year. Yeah. So that's that. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got lots of lovely Christmas songs. That I hope my ukulele <laughs> will stay in tune. Yeah. Um, Actually, something I haven't mentioned um, before you break the like at the very start of the of the uh, Christmas Eve dinner before you break the Christmas wafer the opłatek, uh, you actually read the uh, you read a passage from Bible uh, that kind of it tells the Christmas story that tells the nativity story. So. I think people do it even if their household is not very religious. Like it's a, it's it's something that we do, and I think most households would do it. So it reminds you that this day is not just about family celebration, which of course it is, but it is about Jesus and his birth, which I think sometimes in in, in the modern culture we can easily forget that 
Christmas is about Jesus. Yeah. Um, Ella, wait, Ella and Katie, do you know where you would get this is personal? Where would do you in do most Polish shops sell the 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 bread? Oh yeah, the definitely. Okay, okay. They're little wafers so you can find them in the Polish shop and definitely you can get them anywhere. I mean, I was just in Poziomka in Golders Green. They've got the straw, they've got the wafer, they've got mm-hmm. everything you want. Um, yeah. and, Does it and, need and my, to be blessed? Sorry, I keep butting in. Does it need to be blessed by or is it just I, my mom always did it, so I never Got never needed to do the whole thing myself. So do, oh. do does it need to be blessed by a priest? Yes, I'm yeah. not entirely sure. You can get it blessed by a priest, yeah. and in Krakow you can actually go and buy it from the priest who's already blessed it. Yeah, and you can get the holy water as well. Yeah, because most of the time you would buy it at a church, like in Poland, you would buy it at your church. Mm. And I, I can't wait to spend Christmas Eve with my family in Bielskobiała in Poland, which Aww. is in the south south of Poland in the mountains, because um, we always go to their kaplica, their chapel that they've built on top of this um, mountain. My, my cousin Darek and his family, they have a band and they have all their friends around <laughs> and they sing and it's just such a wonderful atmosphere and they have all these, you know, gurel sounds. Gurels are the, are the, the Polish Highlanders, which are my family, and they have all these amazing sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> they make during their singing uh, but uh, there's a wonderful song that I would really like to play a little yeah, bit yeah, of which yeah, yeah. Maluski Maluski I'm, yeah, which yes. key are you in um, I, I, like yeah I haven't got my I haven't got my glasses with me so I hope this comes out right <laughs> Oi Maluski 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 So there's eight verses. Um, And this weekend, I will be with the Polish community in Glasgow and we will be singing these these Christmas carols. Mm -hmm. Everyone is welcome on on Saturday at the... in Glasgow at the Polish uh, Saturday School and Polish Church in the afternoon at 3.30 after the workshops that I'm giving to the children earlier that day. So you mo- everyone's welcome if anyone's listening from Glasgow. All right, Ella and Katie, I can't... I More clapping, more clapping from Cambridge. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of these wonderful traditions. I'm looking forward to oh, finding finding the wafers and trying to do... We forgot the cake, Ella. Oh, oh, oh there's no, so many things we haven't spoken we about. Didn't Talk about the poppy seed, cake. poppy seed cake. Okay, we do need. End, let's like, end on the poppy seed cake. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Polish spice kind of gingerbread. Oh, it's so good. Oh, but tell us about the poppy seed cake because it's it is oh. a special one that, and you, I yeah. think you, it's really really Polish. I go for yes. it. Yes, very Polish. I mean, my auntie Emily Chochemila always said that she made it with yeast, but you know, it is. It doesn't matter whether you make the pastry with yeast. It is. It is ground poppy seeds with the most delicious filling, sugar, honey, um, almonds, like, delicious. Yeah, like sultanas, like any kind of dried fruit. Yeah, it's all kind of. Oh, it's so good. It is traditional, but I eat it all the way through the year. <laughs> <laughs> it does take time to make as well. Yeah. Like, but you can buy like you can buy the poppy seed paste like in cans. That's cheating, it's... Ella. Have you never <laughs> well, ground it yourself with your hands? I actually haven't. No. I have. Uh, I used but to do. It's, <laughs> even the canned ones are really, really nice. Mm. Like 
honestly. I can remember in the Cold War when they didn't have anything like that. And we had to literally sit for hours, probably like 10 hours grinding mm. this poppy seed. So that was when I was younger. But so, yes, yeah, so, no, the poppy seed cake is definitely something that I remember. Oh, so oh. good. I didn't like it when I was younger, but now it's like, mm. agreed. Wow, I didn't I like it, it when I was younger, but now. Before <laughs> I let you go, is there a, a we wish you a Merry Christmas in we Polish? Wish- Yes, uh, I suppose there is something. One like more that. song. Um, one more song. One more song. Um, let's have a look. Um, I mean, it's, we, we don't really a, have a song like that. No. We wish you a merry Christmas. We have because it's like something like. Um, yeah, something I mean, like that's that. not a wish. Uh, you, this wish is literally Christmas the shepherds came to Bethlehem. <laughs> uh, we wish you a merry Christmas. Um, I'm not sure if there is one. Is there not one? Uh, there well, is. One. I, I don't remember how it goes, but there's like a traditional one that uh, the caroling people um, do, like when they arrive. To, we didn't speak about caroling at all. Uh, well. Yeah, we've got plenty too. You've got too much, <laughs> to, talk plenty to, talk too much to talk about. Too much to talk about. Or you could actually sing, you know, something like That's not really We Wish You a Merry Christmas. No, but it's a beautiful, it's like a lullaby for Jesus. It's, yeah, I think it's from the South as well, because from the way, the way it's like the language is written, mm. I think it's from. I think we need to write Polska. one. We need to write We Wish You a Merry Christmas yes, in Polish. Yes. Obviously, that's something I will write for the next fantastic <laughs> thank you ladies thank you Ella thank you Katie so much for coming on uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we will hope to looking forward to having you both on again um, Ella uh, Katie can you you're, I know you're moving around and there's po- opportunities for the listeners to come to these workshops do you want to give them a sh- uh, share your how they can find out more about where you're going to be over this next couple of weeks right in the news section in my website katycar.com k-a-t-y-c-a-r-r.com there is a ne- recent newsletter and that shows everything that the final leg of this particular tour of remembrance will be on the 9th of um, December in Glasgow with the Polish community uh, the Polish Saturday School and also it will be at the Polish uh, church. So if anybody wants to find out about that, that's there. And yes, I've had a, a fantastic tour of Spievama Historia. We sing our history workshops and everyone is welcome to take part. Yes. And then Ella, yeah. are you gigging during December? Um, kind of. Not not as much as I would thought I would have. But I'm doing a lovely, uh, I'm doing a short set at uh, Edwin Fawcett's event uh, called Emmanuel. It's this Sunday and uh, you can find all the details on Edwin's website. Um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah called Emmanuel and I think we're it's kind of Advent themed, but I'll be sharing uh, some of my original music there. Um, and also my prayer group is doing a healing service on the 9th. So I thought I would give it a shout out in the in the King's Cross Parish of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, so if you're around in London and in need of healing, uh, come along. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Ella. Thank you, Katie. God bless you. Do- do- say it again. Do- oh, forget it. You guys did it better than I did. God bless you. Happy Christmas. God bless you. Happy Christmas. God bless you.